Life Audio. Hello, and thank you for listening to Your Daily Bible Verse, the podcast that examines a verse each day to learn about God and His will for our lives. My name is Joshua Lilly, and after this short word from our sponsor, let's look at today's verse, John 8, verse 58. Did you know that the Salvation Army not only provides services to those in need, but we also produce a network of Christian podcasts you can listen to on your favorite podcast store? One of these shows, Words of Life, is a 15-minute weekly show featuring interviews, testimonies, Bible studies, and more. In April, we'll once again hear from author and pastor Natalie Runyon. She has created a new six-week discipleship course for women to talk about community, women in leadership, accountability, and more. We want discipleship to be what's drawing people, not bounce houses. They're more likely to come back and not just to be entertained. Even in me, you know, making him have to pry it from my hands, he was still saying, but I have something better. It was because of the redeemed saying so, of telling the story of what God had done. When we point people to him, they're going to want to know him. Listen to Words of Life on your favorite podcast store or visit wordsoflifepodcast.org. Well, good day to you. It's Joel with The King Country dropping in to let you know that our brand new film, Unsung Hero, is in theaters now. It's Luke here. We've teamed up with the creators of Jesus Revolution to bring you this adventure of a lifetime. It's a powerful, true story about a family uniting, growing in their faith and facing the impossible together. In theaters now, unsunghero.movie for more information. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Today's Bible verse is John 8, verse 58. Very truly, I tell you, Jesus answered, before Abraham was born, I am. Interestingly, this sentence isn't even grammatically correct. Here's the next verse. At this, they, the Jewish crowd he spoke to, picked up stones to stone him, but Jesus hid himself, slipping away from the temple grounds. They must have been upset at Jesus' bad grammar. I'm completely kidding. Jesus knew well what he was saying, and it reads grammatically incorrect in English translations for good reason, because it's meant as a play on words of sorts. Before we unpack this statement, I wanted to share a common question asked by skeptics and people from other belief systems. One about the identity of Jesus. Why didn't Jesus ever just say he was God? It's a significant question from atheists to Muslims and even to people of the Mormon faith or Jehovah's Witnesses. Even professing evangelical Christians in the United States seem unsure on the topic of Jesus' divinity. According to the 2022 Ligonier Ministries State of Theology Survey conducted every two years by Lifeway Research, 73% of professing evangelical Christians surveyed, that's almost three-fourths, agree with the claim that Jesus is the first and greatest being created by God. 
Another 44% of professing evangelical Christians surveyed say that Jesus was a great teacher, but he was not God. That's almost half. So that simple question, did Jesus ever say he was God, is seeming less important to his followers today and a stumbling block to many skeptical of his identity. And now for a little history lesson. In the Old Testament, the Hebrew scriptures, a long time before Jesus's earthly ministries, some several thousand years from the first century AD back to the 13th century BC, as some would say, we can read the story of how Moses led Israel out of Egypt. This people group, Israel, had become enslaved in a foreign nation while being promised their own land and legacy by the God of their ancestors, their ancestors being Abraham and his son Isaac and his son Jacob. In Exodus chapter 3, this God reintroduces himself to Israel by appearing to Moses in a burning bush. The strangeness of this was not that the bush was burning. This was probably common in the desert heat, but that the bush was not burning up. It was burning continually like an undying, inextinguishable flame. It's in this encounter that God gives Moses his personal name, Yahweh, or transliterated to English, I am. You could also transliterate it as, I am who I am, or I will be who I will be. It is a wildly deep name with a self-perpetuating claim that Yahweh himself is the fount of all existence, the source of meaning, purpose, and life. If you'd like to meditate on it yourself, I'd encourage you to read Exodus 3 or the whole Exodus story on your own. And now that we've got this in our minds, let's return to John 8 and the words of Jesus. Our verse for today is 58 verses into the chapter, so a lot takes place here. Jesus is teaching a crowd of people and tells them that he is the light of the world and that whoever follows him will never walk in darkness but have the light of life. Some Jewish teachers of the law, called Pharisees, started protesting his claims. Here you are, appearing as your own witness. Your testimony is not valid, they say in verse 13. It's a pretty good rebuttal and honestly would be true. Making claims without a witness wouldn't hold up in court in the United States, typically. But Jesus has the audacity to hint at God being his witness and validating his claims. Perhaps this is where the saying, God is my witness, comes from. So Jesus and the Pharisees proceed to have an escalating conversation. A good audio Bible might help illustrate the drama playing out in this dialogue. I recommend Streetlights. It's an audio Bible found on most streaming platforms, which reads in the New Living Translation. It's conversational English and does a good job at showing this growing tension in John chapter 8. Jesus argues that he comes from the Father and that the Pharisees are not children of God. They reinforce their claim as children of Abraham. Remember him, Abraham? He was one of the forefathers of the people of Israel, to whom God promised great blessing for his descendants. 
these people in John chapter 8. However, Jesus says that true children of God would recognize Jesus and believe his testimony. The Pharisees, upset, decide to launch a smear campaign and call Jesus a demon-possessed Samaritan. Now, I'm paraphrasing this chapter, but I strongly encourage you to take in all of John chapter 8 on your own and see for yourself. And here we hopefully tie all things together. By the time we get to verse 56, Jesus says to the Pharisees, Your father Abraham rejoiced at the thought of seeing my day. He saw it and was glad. Now Jesus draws on the hope for a Messiah or rescuer that God himself would provide for his descendants. And that's who Jesus claims to be. The Pharisees aren't happy and respond, You are not yet 50 years old, they said to him. And you have seen Abraham? Now, I can understand this if you believe Jesus was just a good teacher. Here's a guy in his 30s saying another guy from thousands of years ago knew and was looking forward to his coming. So let me read verse 58 once more. Very truly, I tell you, Jesus answered, before Abraham was born, I am. Do you hear it? Jesus just invoked the divine name of God, something these Pharisees protected fiercely. It's why they would immediately go and try to stone him. And if Jesus was making a false claim here, they would kind of been in the right. Their laws and practices in that day took blasphemy seriously. It was often met with the death penalty. But Jesus uses the same name and title about himself as God at the burning bush. Jesus claims to be that eternal source of meaning and existence. Why didn't Jesus ever say he was God? Well, he just did. Probably in a more profound way than simply saying, I am God. And isn't Jesus just God's first and greatest creation? Well, absolutely not. Otherwise, he wouldn't share his name. Why is this important for us? Well, it means that God did not provide Jesus as just a representative of himself, but as himself. Our rescuer and redeemer, Jesus, sent by God, also is God. Jesus is not just one of many gods in a pantheon. The Trinity is not polytheism. Your faith in Jesus is not trivial. It is believing that the source of your being came to earth and now continually offers you the cure to human brokenness. It is receiving truest life from a risen rescuer. If you won't hear it from me, at least take Jesus's own word for it. Let's pray. Jesus, thank you for drawing near to us boldly and offering us salvation. May we trust you more and more and believe your claims about yourself. Amen. Your Daily Bible Verse is a production of Life Audio and Salem Media. If you liked what you heard today, please take a second to rate and review this podcast in your favorite podcast app, 
so that more listeners like you can find the show. For more faith-filled, inspirational podcasts, visit us at lifeaudio.com. There's nothing in this world that he cannot do if we truly allow his love. We can do nothing without him. Anything that we do apart from him is not something that's permanent. We all need his grace. That's everybody. We are all broken people on our way to a place that we believe is, is waiting on us in heaven. You can find more of Bridges with Monica Schmelter at lifeaudio.com. In Christ, we are all one family. Amen.